0: What's up, For The Girl fam? Guess what? Kenz and I are headed to a city near you for the 2022 For The Girl Tour. We are headed to Nashville, Tennessee, Indianapolis, Indiana, Grand Rapids, Michigan, Los Angeles, California, Dallas, Texas, Houston, Texas, Atlanta, Georgia, and Charlotte, North Carolina, All in the month of February. You have to head to our website, forthegirl.com, to get all the details to figure out which stop you are coming to. It's going to be an incredible night of worship, of breakthrough, of freedom. We so believe that God has something specific to do in your heart and in your life on this tour. You're not going to want to miss it. We're going to get to meet you in person. It's going to be such a fun night. We promise that you'll laugh. You'll walk away changed and different. We're so excited. Tickets are only $10. So what do you have to lose? Head to ForTheGirl.com to get your tickets and we will see you in February on tour. Hey girl, you're listening to the For The Girl podcast, the podcast designed for you.
1: Join Mac and Ken's as they cover all the hard topics for real life girls trying to love Jesus. Get ready for encouragement, truth, and let's be real, a little bit of a hot mess.
0: Is it just me or Mac and Ken's your new best friends? Let's get into the episode. Hello everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the For The Girl podcast. We are talking all about some freedom today. Freedom from comparison. Oh my goodness. Do we not all need this episode today? (laughs) I hope you just picked this episode and you're like, yes, I'm ready to be set free from comparison in the name of Jesus. But before we do that, we got to talk about some things, Ken. Yes,
1: we do. You guys, tour is around the corner. We wanted to talk a little bit about this. Actually, we really want to convince you. we're yes. we are going like in. We're about to convince you. You have to be please, there. Please,
0: please, right now, do not press that little thirty-second skip button. No, 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 no. no. Please pa- okay. listen. We got to get to it. Like whatever you're doing right now, if you're washing the dishes, if you're just stop. If you're driving, pull over on the side of the road. Pay attention. <laughs> this is really important. Okay, okay, you
1: guys. So tour is absolutely incredible um we so believe in an atmosphere of worship a place where you can like raise your hands jump around get on your knees Sit down, do whatever you want, and feel free to worship God. There's nothing like just women. Like, I don't know, but when guys are in the room, I, I'm I'm kind of like that. I'm like, hey. Or like when your crush behind you, you're like, ah, what do I do? Yeah, How do I do this? Which yep. shouldn't be the way it is, but it kind of is. But in this atmosphere, you can just be whoever you want to be. There's so much freedom in that. Um, and we are just believing for so much breakthrough. I believe that God can meet you in your bedroom alone, but I do Definitely know with full confidence that when you gather in faith, that he is going to show up in a ginormous way and you do not want to miss out on that opportunity. If you're needing breakthrough in something or anything like that, please, please come because you're going to receive that and it's going to be a beautiful thing. You're going to be empowered, equipped then, oh gosh, we could go on and on. It's, it's going to be incredible. It's going to be
0: amazing. And maybe you've just been in a season where you've been feeling lonely, like you just don't have anybody in your life that is really walking alongside of you or pointing you towards Jesus. This is honestly an awesome opportunity to meet women that live somewhat nearby you yeah. and connect with them. Um, we're going to have plenty of time just to like hang out. Hopefully we get to meet you guys in person. So if you yes. listen to this podcast and you're like, oh my goodness, I feel like Mac and Ken are my friends. We are your friends and we want want to meet you guys and just yes. be so fun. So you've got to make it out. We're going to eight different cities. We're going to Nashville, Tennessee, Indianapolis, Indiana, Grand Rapids, Michigan, Los Angeles, California, Dallas, Texas, Houston, Texas, Atlanta, Georgia, and Charlotte, North Carolina. And so um, drive, get in the car, you know, grab a group of girlfriends, come together. It's going to be such a powerful yes. night. It's going to be hilarious and fun. We are going to laugh a lot. Totally. It's going to be powerful. We're going to worship. Um, we are going to like, live literally break down walls and hopefully walk out of that room different. That's our prayer is that like literally whatever heavy thing you walk in the room with that night, like you literally leave it on the floor of that space and you walk out changed. You walk out new, you walk out refreshed. And so, um, you're not going to want to miss it. You can get your tickets at forthegirl.com. They're only $10. Um, and we want to see you there. I can't
1: wait. Also, if you don't have a friend to go with, please just still come. Um, it, we want you there. I've gone to so many events solo and it's felt like awkward or uncomfortable. This one will not feel awkward and comfortable, uncomfortable. It's going to feel so normal. There's going to be so many people there on their own and you'll be able to meet yeah, so many just people. Just walk
0: up to a girl and say, hey, can I sit here? I don't yep. know anybody. And, and she'll she'll say yes. Yeah.
1: Or sit in the back by yourself and just have a moment to yourself. I love those too. So me too. come, come, come. It's going to be amazing. We're going to have um, exclusive merch there on tour. We're going to have, we have a little VIP situation where you can get a VIP
0: pee ticket and a lot of them are sold out so if you want them you better get them fast yeah
1: you can meet us you can hang out with us and also more importantly you get a front row seat baby that's the best front row ever seat so, for worship yeah
0: it's gonna Love be it.
1: the best ever so we're so excited to meet you to see you there it's gonna be the best
0: um, what else do we have, Mac? It's time for three-minute tea. Okay. You know the drill. We set the timer for three minutes. We pick a topic. We spill the tea, the juicy details of what you want to know. Okay. Last week, we talked about um, our audio engineer, Patrick. Yes, we did. That was awesome. Shout out to Patty.
1: Pat. <laughs> okay, this week we're talking about the wedding. Oh, if you didn't know, Mac is engaged.
0: And yep. Mac, we just need you to spill some tea okay, ready? on the wedding. Okay, ready? Set timer started. Okay, so we are getting married the on the TT. We're getting married on May 1st. Ooh. Yes. Isn't May 1st a holiday? A May Day or mm. uh, where you go around the Maypole? Oh, what a good day to get married. Um, So we all of our things have been on holidays. You know, we started dating on Valentine's Day. Mm. We got engaged on Veterans Day and now we're going to get married (laughs) on May Day. So pretty That's cool. Awesome. Okay, May first. It's a Sunday. All the venues were booked on Saturday, so we're getting married on a sat on a Sunday. A little Love weird, that. but it works. You the know? day of the Lord, the Sabbath. Exactly. That's why we picked a Sunday. Yeah. Most people are going to have to travel in from out of town because you know all his people are in Ohio. All my people are really in Nashville, and then like just my family's in North Carolina. So I don't really have any too many friends in North Carolina. Just telling you guys the truth. <laughs> um, and so, but it's going to be awesome. I'm super excited. This is, my, I think, one thing I'm really excited about is mm. the day before our wedding, we're having a pickleball tournament. Oh. Yeah. A pickleball That's tournament. so you. Are you going to enter? Absolutely. I'm going to dominate. Not You're, only enter, I but I really dominate. want you to, like, come ready. Will you start practicing? Yeah, I will. You and I Josh? Will.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, I want
0: some good competition. So. Okay, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then we're going to have pickle jars as trophies. Like Ooh. different trim pickle jar sizes. That's creative. I'm going to have a really cute pickleball outfit too oh that's good like yeah. a cute little tennis one yeah what if I showed up in the same one so <laughs> I
1: would honestly laugh that would be funny that
0: would be so good and then rehearsal dinner that night we're gonna do like in Matthews which is the little town you know that I live in that I talk about all the time so we're gonna have a, a rehearsal <laughs> dinner in Matthews exactly. and then the wedding is at this place called Camellia Gardens ooh and it's like a really beautiful place I really wanted to get married in a church but um, I just couldn't there was not it it's never felt like there was the right one and this just is easier everything will happen at once one place. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think of other special things. So this is funny. My whole family, you know, I'm a really big family girl. So my whole family and Tyler's whole family is in the wedding party. Mm. My mom's a bridesmaid. His mom is one of my bridesmaids. His sister. We got the brother-in-laws, the sister-in-laws. My dad's doing our ceremony. So, like, it's going to be hilarious. That's The yeah. whole family
1: up there. How <laughs> have you picked out your, uh, I haven't gotten the, like, bridesmaid dress situation. Oh, too. yeah.
0: Okay, so bridesmaids dresses, everybody can pick their own dress I want them to be very textured like whimsical ethereal ruffly um I'm gonna pick you out something really funny but you're gonna like it it might be out of your comfort zone but like I think you're gonna like it
1: I was in a wedding once where they showed us the dress we were wearing day of and you oh, just put it on.
0: Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Wow. Was, do you want was, me to do
1: that for you? Mine was short, tight, and sparkly. That's so so no there you. you go. That's hilarious. Yeah.
0: No, I yours are I'm gonna you're gonna like yours. I'm it's gonna be awesome. You're gonna pick it. So like yeah, you'll for sure like it. For sure. So what else do you wanna know?
1: Um, I wanna know where you got the word ethereal from because you keep oh. describing your wedding as ethereal, ethereal. and I still do not know what that means.
0: I don't ethereal, it's kinda like whimsical. It's just like, you know, very like light so uh, how's that going to be
1: translated mm. into the wedding <laughs>
0: um just like the look of the fl- like the flowers mm. I want them to be not like too perfect I want them to be kind of like whimsical you know <laughs> yeah just like blowing in the Blah. wind I don't know how to describe this okay I can't wait to see um, you pull the dresses off. I want them to be very like whoosh you oh. know
1: you know, are you, I think are you're you following? Just, I think you're just like a words girl and you're just
0: like, I'm going to look at the ethereal. definition of ethereal. Hold on. We're past our three minutes. But OK. Right. Means, we need to wrap oh, this up. Ethereal means extremely delicate and a light in light in a way that seems too perfect for this world. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. I don't know if I really to, meant perfection. I thought it kind of meant the opposite, <laughs> but okay. Okay, yeah.
1: That's a interesting. Uh, I, I think you need to change your language there.
0: Oh, ethereal means resembling heaven. Oh, we got seeming a new definition. to belong <laughs> to another world. Okay. Wow, that's actually perfect. Supernatural.
1: Supernatural. (laughs) It's a supernatural wedding. (laughs) It's going to be wild. Okay, so I gave
0: you a lot of shallow details about our wedding, but also, obviously, we're super excited for it to just be like a holy moment. uh, Next three-minute tea, could you uh, just tell us (laughs) your wedding vows over for three minutes? Yeah, for sure. That
1: would be even better. (laughs) Okay,
0: wow. All right, you guys. Should we get into this episode? I'm really excited. Um, I just feel like God's been speaking so much to so many people around me about comparison, and I think there's a lot of really good takeaways. We tried to make this as practical as possible for you guys. Um, And so let's jump into this one for the girl who needs freedom from comparison.
1: You guys, I'm so excited to introduce you to Abide. Abide is the number one Christian meditation app. And oh my gosh, I love Abide. My husband, Josh, actually, he's a big fan. He listens to one of these meditations almost every day before he walks into work to get his heart and mind in the right place, sometimes even before he goes to bed to sleep better. Um, And yeah, anytime throughout the day where you feel disconnected or stressed or anxious. And I actually did one with him the other day. It was super incredible, truly felt so renewed, refreshed, or just sent out. So you got to try this app now. You can get started with 25% off the premium subscription by downloading Abide app. At abide.co slash for the girl, you'll get additional stories and meditations, premium music, soothing sounds, and so much more, you guys. That's abide, A-B-I-D-E dot C-O slash for the girl to download the app and get 25% off your premium subscription. I'm so excited for you to feel refreshed, renewed, and ready to go. Hello, you guys. We are back from just the intro i always think that's (laughs) funny actually when i listen back to the podcast i think you guys all think it's funny too we're like see you in a second next time and then it's like hello we're we're getting serious (laughs) our voice our voice like changes Changes, two tones but i think that's normal okay guys don't judge us okay anyways we are talking about comparison. comparison um and you know what I feel like we've talked about this a lot of times. Am I right? Um, It's only because I think it is just so incredibly uh, prevalent. I think Mm -hmm. that every single one of us on a regular basis – Um, are like, just, just like measuring ourselves up to people around us, comparing us to even our closest friends, our siblings. Um, and I don't know, that could be like the way you look. I think that's a really big one. And I think is the root of a lot of like Mm -hmm. women who struggle with like eating disorders or feeling like they're less than, um, physically. It just like comes from comparison. You're like, I want to look like her. So I'm going to like get to be like that. Uh, It could be, like, even, like, your careers and um, where God's bringing you um, in your work life and everything. It could be in so many different ways. I think we can compare so many different things. And I think our world today especially has made it hard because of freaking social media where you have, like, we can compare anytime. Like, all the followers, all the photos, what you're doing on your weekends, like, the food you're eating, all of the things.
0: And, yeah. Isn't it crazy that we almost have, like, a... A measuring stick through social media to constantly kind of see how liked we are by people and yeah. how amazing our life is. I think that is just so crazy that um, this constant noise all the time of knowing exactly what every single person around us is doing, it just leads to so much. And I think it's crazy mm-hmm. how natural comparison comes. Mm -hmm. Like nobody ever teaches you how to compare. Mm. You're just like one day you just wake up and you know how to look at somebody else Mm. and then look at yourself and say either I'm better or I'm worse than that person. Yeah. And I think that comparison has just got to be like one of the enemy enemy's sneakiest tricks because it's so subtle it's so quiet, yeah. but it's so destructive. It's so destructive because yeah. no matter what, somebody's losing. If you compare mm. yourself to somebody and you decide, oh, I'm better than that, then you're literally putting somebody else down. And if you compare yourself to somebody and you're like, Oh, I don't measure up, like you're literally yeah. like putting yourself down. And I think that if we could start to first off just recognize how destructive comparison is, yeah. And be able to recognize what are the moments when I'm most likely to compare and yeah. almost like set ourselves <clears throat> up in an environment to kind of lead us to not do that so naturally because it is so natural in our world today.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The word destructive with comparison is actually really true. I feel like if you Googled, what is the definition of comparison? It should just be like destruction. (laughs) Destruction. (laughs) Only because I think about a couple things. I think comparison really destructs our calling and our purpose Absolutely. in our life Absolutely. like I think about like so many young people who are comparing themselves to other friends and then all of a sudden they w- decide they want to do the same thing as they are vocationally like, like oh I want to be a speaker then or I want to be a doctor then or I want to be an entrepreneur then or I want to be a well-known um musician and all of a sudden they're like trying to become like this other person and totally missing out on who God has called them specifically to be. Because let me remind you, like every single one of you guys listening, you have a specific, unique calling. It's not going to look like your best friends. Yeah. It's going to include like There's going to be different ways for it coming about. It's going to include different details. It's going to be in different timing. It's going to look different. And you've just got to like start to accept that. But yeah, it's really destructive like Mm. when it comes to your purpose and your calling. And then second, I think it's really destructive to friendships too. Oh my
0: goodness, Uh, yeah.
1: Because when you're in that mindset of comparing – you aren't speaking life into your friends. Yeah, I mean, I've been there in conversation even with you, like where I've been Absolutely. like, oh my gosh, I'm comparing myself to you and I'm not complimentary. I'm not, I'm probably negative, pessimistic. Yeah. I'm even probably bringing things into the conversation that like I know are going to be bad for you. I don't know. Like you're like manipulating like these relationships in a really, really negative way. And there's just such a difference. Like your friendships and hopefully you guys can think of one where you don't compare. It's so freeing. Talk about freedom. There's so much freedom. You can be yourself. You're complimenting. You're, you're sewing into their life. It's so different.
0: Well, it's so, it's just so real. I mean, I think about, I think about so many times like I've sat in a room I think that we have an interesting friendship because like there's two of us. Everybody knows this is Mac and Ken's, you know, the whole thing. And (laughs) it's super easy. Like even though we've been at this for 10 years together, we've been friends doing ministry for 10 years together. I feel like we have a, a pretty healthy mindset on all of this but how still in moments it's still easy to like sit in a room and compare myself to you sit in a room, like in a staff meeting and you like say something really awesome. And I'm like, I'm like, Oh my goodness, I need Mm -hmm. to, I need to do that too. Or like, Mm -hmm. um, like, you know, I can tell like you're really well liked by somebody and I, I feel like I need to get them to like me too, Mm -hmm. just to like measure up to you in the room. And Mm -hmm. it's so true. I mean, gotta be the most like pinned thing on Pinterest is comparison is the thief of all joy. Like (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'd like to see the, see the stats on that, but I feel like it's probably pretty up there because it's so real. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't think comparison is just the thief of joy. Like comparison is like the thief Of everything. Of friendship, of identity, of purpose of calling. It strips you
1: from all the things that you are uniquely made for.
0: And what I think is so true about it is like literally I think when you are comparing yourself, you're literally allowing the enemy to take your gaze off of God, off of the Lord and onto something else. Onto to something else to tell you, hey, I'm looking at Ken's now to tell me who I am. Yeah. I'm looking at, you know, her calling. I'm looking at, you know, her gifts to tell me how good I am at my things. Whereas like the only thing we should be getting worth identity from is like through staring into the eyes of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's through that. I think mm. it's through similar to what we talked about last week. It's through rooting yourself in who God says you are that I think you can begin to like healthily step into friendships and healthily step up into callings because you're not doing it for identity. You're not doing it for worth. You're not doing it to measure yourself. You've already measured yourself to like yeah. the holy, like supremacy of who God is. And he has like anointed you and sent you out. Yeah. Then you can do those things, not from a myself perspective, but from a we yeah. perspective. And I think about it often of like, I think our culture has taught us to obsess over self. And Mm. so that's what ultimately what comparison is. It's obsessing over self. It's like, I'm looking at the world through the lens of me. Whereas I think God's taught us to look at the world through the lens of him, like through the eyes of Jesus. And Jesus never, he was the king of kings, like the savior of the world, the son of God. And yet Jesus never made it about himself. He always went up and he saw people. And not only did he like say like, he saw the gifts in people. He saw the unique things in people that God mm. had placed in them. And so I think we talk about it a lot, but like the biggest antidote to comparison is celebration. Mm. And I think that that's so real and that's actually so practical and tangible. <laughs> like the yeah. moment you catch yourself comparing it is an easy thing to stop and go, how can I stop this? And how can I actually celebrate her? So like when I'm in a staff meeting with you and you say something that's awesome and amazing and I like want to be like, Mm. I need to measure up. Like I need to add in like my two cents so that people think I'm awesome and amazing. I can actually just be like, wow, Ken, thank you for that. Like we all needed that. I needed that. Thank you for that. Yeah. And that changes my posture And it changes the atmosphere in the room rather than if I try to make myself more in the room. People only see me and my pride. They don't see like Jesus. They don't see uh, freedom at all. It's just like you start to feel I've been in rooms where so much comparisons happening and you feel suffocated. You're like, get me out of here. I hate this. And Mm -hmm. so I just think there's something about Mm. to that. It's like an easy way to unleash, I think, the spirit into the atmosphere when we combat that comparison with celebration that's really
1: real and that that really can't happen that sounds a little like unleash the spirit into the atmosphere (laughs) but we really do know like when we speak these words and I do want to make this practical for you guys like celebrating your friends like yes that can look like a text message to her hey girl I'm so proud of you and that job you got you know maybe you were really wanting a similar opportunity or wish you were as far along as she was but you just are like okay I'm gonna text her into the thing that's great that's a good first step yeah but I really want to encourage anybody listening like I want to challenge you to like actually like pick up the phone and call it. or when you're in person and you're getting coffee or dinner just to catch up about life this honestly sometimes is awkward where you have to yeah. be like wait I actually really wanted to like the Lord really told me this or I want to take a moment you know and like actually like vocalize it and do it with intention and, um, so into her, um, mm. in that way. And I promise it's true. Like the spirit of God will be so present and so much healing will happen in your own spirit when you yeah. choose to celebrate. And let me add too, this also happens behind the scenes when you're not with that friend. Yeah. Um, isn't it true? Sometimes wow, when you're yeah. comparing, you're like, okay, cool. I'm going to try to celebrate her or be kind about this or, or say something kind to her. Well, you also got to like really actively, um, n- not talk bad about her behind yeah. the scenes like you've got to start speaking that same life to your boyfriend yeah. and yeah. to your husband yeah. and gosh I'm speaking to myself because so many times when I'm comparing all wow. like on the surface in the relationship I'll be like girl I'm so proud of you that's like so incredible I can't believe all those opportunities happen I just want to say you are so built for that I mean that's like okay I've gotten used to that and stuff like that and practice that but then when I'm with my husband who I've made an excuse that he's just my husband you and can I can say honest, whatever. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, it's just so annoying. She like, like doesn't really deserve this. Yeah. I can't believe it. And like <laughs> then all of a sudden, I mean, the spirit of God is in, it yeah. is behind the scenes. Yeah. It's not like always just out there. Yeah. The spirit of God is watching and listening when you're at home alone wow. um, and when you're yeah. having
0: conversations with your closest people. And that gets me thinking, I know he said like the antidote to comparison is celebration, but I wonder if it's celebration compared. Paired with confession. Like, wouldn't it be powerful if you actually went home to your husband and you said, hey, Mm. I was in a meeting today and, like, gosh, I just, like, found myself comparing myself to this girl or whatever. To Mac, you know, like, today I was, like, feeling like I needed to measure up or add up or whatever. And like, I don't want that spirit in me. And so it's that moment of confession of like, cause I think so often we push past comparison and -hmm. we're just like, we almost just stifle it down. We push it down, but we give it nowhere to go. And I think when we, when we confess something, it's like removing it, it's the removal, it's the extraction of like, this is not going to stay in my spirit. I'm going to remove it from my spirit. I'm going to allow the Lord to take it out. And so I think when we go to a trusted person, we confess it it doesn't stay with us because if we just push it down it will come out in a moment it will come out in a moment of weakness or insecurity um and Mm. I think that there's something really powerful rather than just like letting it fester Mm. what if we confessed it to people that we know will call us out and keep us like back, pulling us back to the feet of Jesus. There's something to that of like, okay, I'm going to celebrate externally, but I'm also going to find opportunity to internally confess, take it to the Lord, but also take it to trusted people that can keep me accountable and say like, hey, kind of sounds like you're still comparing yourself to that person by gossiping about this person. And you're like, oh, you're right. (laughs) Yes. And so I think that's like kind of a two step, like Mm. that's hard. Do you know if I like really took that to heart and really took that truthfully yeah. how often I'd be confessing probably a lot but I think that's a really beautiful practice to begin and something that I feel like I want to begin to do is like yeah compare or celebrating on the surface, but then also being sure that I'm like being so real about confessing how often I compare to people that can hold me accountable to it.
1: Yeah. That's so, so good. You mentioned this earlier, but I want to speak into this too, when it comes alongside of, um, just breaking free and experiencing freedom in comparison and that's really knowing your identity um, and knowing who God created you to be um I think this is something actually that comes with a lot of personal experience between Mac and I um because like she said we've done ministry side by side it's like kind of been like merged into the same person and the same career <laughs> and the same thing and like yeah. at times it's just been super super hard and it's been a process and yeah and people naturally
0: compare us a lot like yeah people will say I mean there's been people who've been like you know Ken's is my favorite or I relate to Ken's more you know things like that and that's what's hard is like comparisons coming at you from every angle like you know we could have the best relationship in the world but there's still external factors that like the enemy's gonna use to try to get us to compare again yeah
1: absolutely no that's so real oh and I was gonna say this earlier I'm glad we're making this really practical because I have been in a lot of seasons where I've compared myself to you or just whoever but let's talk about the the probably the longest season of comparing with you where I've sat with Jesus and I've like, I've been like, okay, I'm really comparing myself to Mac. Like I need to have some quiet time and talk to God about this. And like, I sit there and I like, I'm like processing it kind of, but not really knowing where it's going. And I just sit there with Jesus and stuff and like, it's good and he sees that and hears that, but it doesn't really feel like it changes much. You know what I mean? Like, I love that this is like really proactive of like, Hey, celebrate, Hey, confess, like, let's get like really real about this. Yeah. Um, but yes, anyways, yeah, I think we need to know like who we're created, um, to be and, gosh, this is just like so, so important. And I'm not even talking about like, we don't need to know like the whole, our whole purpose and calling, right? We don't need to be like, oh no, I already know my career path. And so I'm going to be certain in this when she acts this way or when so-and-so does this. But really, it's really just knowing like little parts of your personality that God made you uniquely and just like learning to love that about yourself. Like really, truly learning to love this about yourself. I think like obviously comparison comes from like lots of moments of insecurity. Like when you're just super insecure about your lack of dating life, you're going to naturally compare yourself to a friend who just went on an awesome date. If you are really insecure about the fact that you don't know um, like what you're best at um, or what you're gifted in spiritually, naturally you're going to compare yourself to the girl that's like a powerhouse like speaker and teacher. And all of this comes from like insecurities and so we've got to build confidence in our insecurities. We've got to invite God into those and learn to love these parts of our personalities um that are that we're comparing to and this has been a big part of my story I think why is it that I feel like I'm like the comparison girl I'm like you're always like let's have Ken's talk you're really passionate about this or I don't even know I feel like that happens but anyways um I think it's because I've truly maybe even more than you I don't know why but It's probably a childhood thing. We probably need to go therapy about this.
0: But (laughs) let's do it. For some reason I
1: feel like I've had like a little bit more like exposure of insecurities in my life. Like I just Mm. think I was like I just like so many things, you guys. Like, when I got held back in the second grade, and it was so embarrassing. Second grade's like a little bit old to get held back. <laughs> and so that sucked. And then, like, I mean, school is just always a trouble. I was in the long testing room my whole life, and everybody'd oh. be done with their tests, and I'd be like sitting there in a panic trying to finish it and still getting like an F. So there's that. I mean, like, I've just always, like, actually had a speech impediment for a long time in my life and like felt like I couldn't speak speak or teach or like speak up or just like literally, truly walked around with like so much insecurity um, of just like, especially when I was given leadership positions, I really, really, it was really surfaced and really exposed. Hmm. Um, And I truly have had to learn, especially in comparison to somebody like Mac, who like your gifting truly is like speaking, teaching, she was the valid Victorian of her class, you guys, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure she could. She's probably like, rolling her eyes at me because I know she has like her moments of insecurity too. But this mm-hmm. is just my story. But yeah, like in comparison to Mac, it like exposed so many more of my insecurities. And the thing is, is I lived within that. Um, for so so long trying to be like her better at that improve in this area and it wasn't until I just accepted like I love that I'm like quirky and funny. Like it's funny that I like trip over my words sometimes or it's I like have found little parts of my personality that like God created uniquely in me, made my free spirit, my, my, I have no fear. I like, like these little parts of my personality that I've grown in confidence in. And then I can walk out my door every single morning and be so certain of things and walk in, yeah, it's not even my, like, it has nothing to do with my career, my big at large purpose, but more to do with just my everyday and how I'm going yeah, to, like, yeah. exemplify Jesus in the way he created me to be. Yeah. So I think we
0: all got to figure out, like, what we're best at, what we love about ourselves. So good. I'm thinking of so many things, but I think first up, what you, that makes me think about the fact that I think I said it earlier, but like we often look at the world through the lens of us. And I think when we walk with God, we we stop looking at it through the lens of us and we start looking at it as like, Oh my goodness! My purpose here on earth is not to make my name known; it's to make His name known. And then you realize it's a team sport. Like we're yeah. we're in this together. You you that's are on right. my team mm. in this. And so when you win, when you do something that is amazing, and people are like, "Wow, look at Ken's!" Like whatever. Yeah. They're they're not. I my prayers that they don't even see you. They say they see Jesus, and so that's a totally. win for me. And I think when you and I really like got into a healthier place with this is when we realized like. When you do something that's amazing and awesome, ultimately, both of us have the heartbeats that it's not about us, that it's truly about like our purpose on here on earth, which is to make the name of Jesus known and to bring comfort to people that are hurting through the name of Jesus. Then it's like, I can celebrate that. That's easy to celebrate. Mm. And, um, that's a proof perspective it, shift yes, yeah. and then it changed your posture I just get excited when people love your weird quirkiness because I love your weird quirkiness and I'm like yes I want people to no. see that beauty and that gifting in you and it's funny this conversation is making me think about um and what I think is really true is like when we were so at conference this past year we have a leadership conference in Nashville um I was like walking around at conference and I remember a group of girls came up to me and they were like, we were talking at dinner tonight and talking about how confident you and Ken's are. Like, you guys are so confident. How do you do it? (laughs) And I remember sitting there thinking, and at first I was like, confident. I mean like, are we confident? Like, and I was like, uh, for a moment I got insecure. I was like, do we come off too confident? (laughs) And then I really was thinking about it. And I think this is so true. Um, Neither one of you or I like in that room of like 400 women, neither you or I were getting our identity from what those girls thought of us. I love you delight leaders more than anything. You guys are like, I'm your number one fan. Love you guys so much, but I do not need you guys to like me to Mm -hmm. be confident in who I am. Yeah. Because I think I get my confidence in two places. Number one, through my time with Jesus every single day like I know who I am. I know that that's the only thing that gives me value and worth and like mm-hmm. some days it is hard to believe, but I wake up every day trying yeah. to trying to go back to the feet of Jesus to find the truth that like that is all that I need to know that I am loved and chosen and seen and I can always find that in Jesus. And then secondly, I don't get my worth and value from people on the internet, from people who see a highlight reel of my life, from people who yeah. walk in a room with me for two days out of the 365 days a year, the people who I really let speak into who I am are the people who see me in my every single day, and yeah. that's a small circle. It's a really trusted circle. It's a people who like they love me, but they're not impressed by me. And so mm. I think it's like if you're struggling with confidence, it's like number one, get to the feet of Jesus, like. I promise you, you can find worth and value there. And like, it's not going to be easy, but you can find it. And then number two, like, get around those people. Make those people's opinions the loudest in your life. Because I want the people speaking into my life and telling me, like, almost like helping me to gauge, you know, what I need to be working on in my life are the people who are with me in the trenches and the mountaintops yeah. not just the mountaintop people yeah. the people who see me on my worst days are the people that like mm-hmm. I want to let speak into my life the most and that I value the most and so like they yeah. love me not for what I do for them they love me because they love me because they've been sent and called to love me by like our father in heaven and so yeah that's a small group of people and so I think like That's a part of comparison too, is realizing that, like, we let too many people speak into who we are. Mm. And, like, you can love, I can love people really well that walk in the door, Mm. but not need their validation and approval to, like, at the end of the day, be confident in who I am. And so, that's something that the older I've gotten, the more, the less that I let people speak into who I am in terms of, like, I don't think that. Breaks relationship, but it's just a very few group of people that I let really speak into who I am and let call me out on the things I need to be called out on. And yeah. those are the people who see my every single day. Yeah,
1: you need that. You so need that because if you're, you just can't live in this like insecure mindset. You've got to have God cover, cover those insecurities, speak identity. And then as well as your people, you've got to have
0: them be speaking. And those are the people that I know are also going to the feet of Jesus every single day. Like those are the people that I let speak into that. Like the people that I know, like the filter they're looking at me through is through like the eyes of God as well. Yeah, exactly.
1: Oh my gosh. Such a good conversation. You guys, I'm praying. Uh, we are just like alongside of you in this journey. Oh my gosh, we've like, we've walked through it. The whole Mackenkins duo, what a doozy with the whole comparison thing. Yeah, wow. So truly, take our advice, start celebrating um, and go to God. Let Him build that confidence that you're seeking, that you're longing for, that you're so desperate for, and surround yourself with people that will speak that into you too. Um, I'm so, so pumped about this. I'm believing that so many of you guys are going to start to have this super natural confidence in you and you're like oh my gosh I just like and it's not even about like a pride thing you're just like so humble in it you're like oh my gosh I I just quietly love this about myself and I'm (laughs) going to stay planted in it it's just so good
0: yes and don't worry in a few weeks we'll cover pride if you get too far don't you worry we Um, will but wow what a powerful conversation I really believe that Jesus is really doing something I see it all over like he's inviting his daughters into freedom from compare and I feel like he has so much to say to us about our identity if we would only go to him and allow him to mm. build up our confidence in Him and through Him. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, what an awesome conversation. We're so excited. We will be back next week with another episode, Freedom from Perfection. I think this is such a relevant one for so many women who are people pleasers, who like want to be the best at things. Like comparison is a part of this too. And so super excited about our conversation next week. So be sure to come back next week for another awesome For The Girl episode. We love you, fam, and we'll talk with you soon. Mm -hmm. Bye. Hey, you guys, I don't know
1: if you know, but we have a really incredible resource called The Tent, and The Tent is a monthly subscription where you get access to a ton of resources that help you with your quiet time. Things like guided prayers, scripture worksheets, monthly challenges, and even a quarterly Bible study with Mac and I. We want to pour into you. We want to connect you with other like-minded women, and honestly, we're just so passionate about encountering God every single day in the morning, in your room alone and everywhere you go. So head to forthegirl.com slash the tent for more details and maybe even try out your first free week of The Tent.